I'm I'm the best woman ever. <laughs> and I'm here to kick some ass. How does it feel to be beaten by a real woman? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all week. I mean, Jack Hahn needed to. All week. I'm getting a honey bun. Hey guys, this is Awesome Man over at MAP. Um, we've got me and one of our other guys, Isaiah, today. Um, Isaiah, introduce yourself right quick. Where are you from? I'm Isaiah from Texas. And what all do you do around here? I guess I guess I can just say Isaiah kind of handles a lot of stuff behind the scenes with us. Um, you know, Isaiah has to listen to the crazy ideas and figure out ways to make it happen. Be a good way to say it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Isaiah is a former Swasu grad, or I guess he's finished. You're finished up your masters right now, right? Yeah, I guess I can say that. Yeah, finish up your masters. Play baseball. And I'm finishing up my masters. That's about it. And Isaiah is going to go tell you guys how to make a lot of money one day. That's going to be his job. Maybe. All of y'all. Um, guys, we've also got our buddy Dylan Smith here with us today. Um, Dylan is the strength coach up at Bishop McGinnis. He also has his own practice, um, Anvil Strength and Restoration. Yes, sir. Anvil Strength and Restoration. Cool, guys. Um, we just want to hit on a few things today with y'all. Try to come up with some things we could help y'all with, um, whether it be you know, kind of explaining how high school and college strength programs work, what could we do better with the private practices? What could we do better with at uh, high schools as strength coaches? And then, you know, how can we all work together? Um, we want to take the time to really go over some things, whether it be, you know, nutrition, setting schedules, things that would help you guys that you could immediately implement that would make a huge performance uh, effect on you guys as athletes. Uh, how many kids are like per class? 150, 60? Y'all four or there's five A? There's a five A. Oh, y'all are five A. So you're like 160, 170 kids. No, it's it's actually so it's five A, but it's small and, and um, private, so they mm-hmm. can have as many kids as they want. So it's there's about 300 kids there in the whole, school, in the whole school. Oh, all high school combined? Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, there's not. So like, there's like 90, 70, 80 kids. Per yeah, class. and so that's yeah exactly, like which, which is crazy. Wow. Um, and they're at five A level and uh, competing. You know usually going to state every other year. So they don't do a lot of, they don't do good enough. They don't recruit obviously, you know, um, which sucks. But if we were like an, if we were had the IMG mentality, but it's a Catholic school first and education first. So it's just, and sports. yeah. And we have, they have scholarship stuff programs, but I mean, they try to kind of recruit, but it's more like, Hey, your kid can come here, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, but it's a good education. It's like the oh, best, I think it has the best curriculum, especially STEM program in Oklahoma. What uh, I'm trying to think with Bishop McGinnis, what all sports are you doing there? Uh, I'm just football? doing baseball and football right now. They want to they want to expand, but you know if the prices are right, you know then I'll I'll help. But um, if they're still want, if they if they, if they don't want to expand and you know cr- try to create and produce the the value that I can help offer as well as give me something livable, you know it's just business. Um, I want to help. I want to do the best I can, but. You know, you gotta you gotta take care of yourself, and but to take care of others. So. Yeah, yeah. What a, I guess a lot of this I know. I want to try to get some stuff I don't really know out of this. Um, public so put me hey, public events, man. I can I can put foreign affairs. I got you, dog. Foreign affairs, yeah. Conspiracy I'm, theories. I'm good with that one. Let me I'm think about some things. I do, I do <laughs> want to talk about podcast. I do want to talk about some of it that I feel like like really will help some kids. Um, yeah. I know a big thing of like why I wanted to do this and. <clears throat> try to bring people on and stuff is to, I guess, give good information. Just being a kid that didn't ever have really, I mean, like I had access to it cause we had Instagram, we had all that stuff. I didn't know where to look though. 
Yeah. It was like, you don't know if you're getting just a, like BS, like, oh, well, this is going to do that for you. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff I'd always see was like sports specific work. So like <laughs> taking a weighted football and throwing and, and all the stuff that now I look at and I'm like, this is retarded. Yeah. Like what's his face? Uh, AP, not Adrian Peterson. Um, Antonio Brown's trainer. who's like 130 pounds. Looks like he just got out of a concentration camp. And like, <laughs> yeah, full circle conversation. I full circle. I, I listen, I can relate anything to anything. So it's oh, terrible. But no, like, he does like a banded reversed volleyball spike. So it's like a band. It's like a volleyball spike. And then it's speed eccentrics on the way forward. It's like he t- brings this like Joel Seedman esque, like fucking, um, excuse me, stinking, um, like paragraph to Instagram. And it's like, Dude, you have to be a, a kinesiology doctorate to understand this. And, like, this is not going to help anyone other than, like, make them look dumb as shit. And it's like, oh, but nobody else is doing it, so it must be the best thing ever. Listen, rabbit holes always lead you to bullshit. Don't chase rabbit holes. Obviously, like, have revolutionary mo- new modalities. But those need to be time and tested and proven. Like, I'm not trying to be a dick to anyone, but, like, you know, Brian Schofield or whatever, he's, like, the hypertrophy doctor guy. Like, yeah. he's the king. Like, all the people that he ever tested were usually fucking, like, not high-performing athletes. So, you can't compare dudes who are just, like, very, very elite and, like, progress. You can't compare that to, like, even to, to the people, other people like them as well as you can't compare athletes to normal people. So, the things that are going to work on normal people aren't going to work on athletes, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, you know, the bullshit, the dumb shit, like – there needs to be one time and tested uh, parameters, but also like still continue to hammer the basics. Yeah. No, um, you're never going to have the, the time to uh, truly perfect things. If we're doing a bunch of bullshit, you know what I mean? Like I'd rather have you perfect, you know, eight movement patterns or however many movement patterns there are. I forget six or seven, but I'd rather have you perfect basic biomar- or markers of performance with those with like a, some, some sort of lift that you test rather than do a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, so that's just that's what I think. I think you know is is done. You know, Instagram has done a disservice, but I think information is more accessible than ever. But at the same time, we just don't know how to decipher. Yeah, because it's everyone's trying to clout chase and 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 figure out how they can you know get an angle instead of the angle just needs to be time and tested as well as like everyone says like scientifically based. But all, we always know that the science is behind the anecdotal, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, why don't you just like see if you can bleed for it and see what happens and get strong. See how you can make yourself as strong as you can and use that for others. But everyone's not going to have the same chemical makeup or structure. So everybody's different. Everybody's different. So you got to figure it out. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, you might respond better to XYZ, XYZ than I do. Yeah. You might be like, oh, well, hey, I increased my frequency five times a week and you do a lot better than me. Like, yeah, if you're, or back or vice versa, like there's all kinds of different factors and things that can change one movement for somebody. Both are squatting. One might be doing a front squat and one's doing a goblet squat. Exactly. And and I think also like if you're fucking 4'11 and you have deep hip sockets and you have short legs and you're really, you're pretty stout, you're going to be really good at squatting. So like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to tell some like Northeastern European guy, um, who is six foot five, blonde hair, blue eyes, and like long as shit. I'm not going to tell him to squat every day under a barbell. No. Like you just, yeah, you have to know your audience. Um, yeah, I agree. Perfect. Um, so I think one thing big here still, like really starting to try to 
think about some of it. Um, I still don't think people realize the importance of strength conditioning. Like I think athletes don't quite understand, like it is something that is really going to like, if you have a well thought out program, you're seeing results tracked, you're, you're seeing everything. Like, I just don't know how you don't do it. Is that something that y'all struggle with? They're like kids just not wanting to buy into um, actually training. I think, um, I think we're queuing with kids at the high school. They come for money. Most of them do, you know, some of them don't, but they have resources. Um, I think the main problem that I see is kids going to false profits. If that makes sense. Like they, they want to work so hard because, you know, they usually do seven on seven because they can afford it. They usually do combines because they can afford it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really see a lack of buy-in, which, you know, I'm new there. It's only been six weeks, but I've seen a lot of good buy-in in six weeks. Mm -hmm. There's still a couple people that I had to choose or had to treat them a little bit differently in my approach as in like some kids who are, you know, have some pretty scarred past that get scholarships to go there and they don't trust people. So you got to like gain their trust. Like, you know, how girls, you have to be nice to them to gain their trust, like athletes. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you kind of have to be like that. Like, you can't just be like, being a pussy or like, Hey, I mean, I wouldn't cuss the kids or like, you know, like, you know, what, what is it? Like they wear, Oh, you sure. Oh, I didn't know you played for um, Lincoln. What's up, dude? Why are you here? Like, you know, throwing some of that stuff in their face. Like, um, you know, if, if they vibe with you, you can do that. But like at first, like that can like belittle somebody, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't want to take some kids, like kid, like young males or have shallow egos anyway, Yeah. or they have the biggest ego. And if you crush that or you, or excuse me, they have small like egos where like if you do the littlest thing, they just they break. Like if you it make if you absolutely destroy publicly the the best the, the most popular kid at school, he, that's the only thing he has. And so now everyone's calling him like some name, derogatory name, which is probably good, was funny, but it hurts his feelings on the inside. Like, <laughs> you know, they actually depants him and he just got a little dangling. It's like, oh, what's up? What's up, a little dangling? Like, you know, like that's gonna embarrass the kid forever. So you have to figure out ways to get buy-in. Um, like I said, I see, I see the, the best thing, or the, not the best thing, but um, the most thing I see is too much. Oh, yeah, hey, coach, I'm going to go to this person and run this magic, this treadmill that's going to make me faster. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go to this bathroom and go hang myself with this toilet paper because <laughs> I spent like four hours with you this week, you know, like like trying to teach you or teaching you speed and acceleration drills, you know, with shin angles and arms, arms, you know, arm swing and leg drive and stuff like that. But you know, go go run on that treadmill, make yourself tired, not propel yourself through your hamstrings, and just keep up with the treadmill rather than producing force and accelerating through the ground in space. That's fine, you can do that. And then when we train our max velocities next week, you won't have any application because you're just going to be like your feet are going to be outrunning your body. You know what I mean? What so? We're private. You are. Are you still doing the stuff by yourself too? Yeah, I have Coach Ward, who's a OG from Bishop. He used to be a head football coach there for a long time, and he's giving me some good advice. I mean, like, and um, but other than that, it's just me and him. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to bring on Jake this summer to help, but I don't know if I'll be able to just because, um, you know, I I I would say if I get this if I get this job, I want to pay him. I don't want free help. Like I'd rather mm -hmm. I pay him like a grand a month to, to like be my second in command. But like I said, the, the, the hasn't worked itself out yet. So we're, yeah. we're trying to figure that out first. What about like, so you have garage at your house, mm -hmm. um, everything there that you need. Yeah. You still have athletes come there too. So or are you just now full time at Bishop? 
Um, so I'm like, I just, it's like three quarter time, I'd say, you know, I still go to school, um, to get my stuff for or prereqs for PT school. And, um, I usually do work, I usually do body sessions. So I'm like doing some like not manual therapy, but I would call it assisted therapy, um, at my like garage facility, which I have a, you know, full monster rack or reverse hyper. I want to get a belt squat soon, but I don't think that would be smart and then having to move that crap to like the next house. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, cause I would not do that more than once. Yeah. <laughs> like the next house. Yeah, moving, I, moving this stuff here was, no, yeah, was terrible. Um, but yeah, no. So, um, I do that. I'll train a couple people in the summer. That's kind of my goal is that, you know, get a couple maybe pro athletes. Like I'm going to go try to hunt some like golf courses and shit. Mm-hmm. But um, be a lot of fun. I think it would be that was actually a, a t- uh, not a tip but a, a pointer from my head coach. He's like, you know, be you could probably hit up some golf courses around here and you can get some pro golfers. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, man. Was like, so he's pre- he's been really cool with like giving me ideas of how to be successful. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's a cool guy, Brian Pierce. He's awesome. But no, um, I forgot what I was talking about now. What? I guess like so since you are at a school and you do have to deal with the other private coaches so how do you navigate that i never say anything negative um even though i want to <laughs> just be honest but i just say hey here's why we're doing this and here what here's why you should be doing this instead of this i just tell them my reasonings mm-hmm. and you know the only time they're gonna trust you is if you show them the way so if you show them things if you do things they'll figure it out if they don't guess what i mean you can you treat them with respect but What's going to happen is, is when you purposely go there instead of with, with, with the team, you know, you, you tell them, hey, this is not, you know, Jim Brown's off season where he sits on his fucking ass, drinks a Diet Coke, and then he makes you do three sets of 10 on everything. You know what I mean? Or like blows the whistle every two minutes because you're doing stations. Yeah. Um, it's not like y'all are doing that. Like, no, we're that, not. That That's a little different. That's. I guess like that's what we see most of the time. It's not an actual thought out strength program. It's just, Hey, how can we make you work hard? Okay. Let's do the same thing we've done for the last 30 years. And yeah, they got from like, but some it's grandma. It, yeah. And it's not a strength coach it's a sport coach. Yeah. That's, that's our common thing here. Yeah. I, th- I agree with you. I think and, and like when, there, it's a little bit different. Like you're an actual strength coach. Like I don't necessarily do you like, how do you deal with that then? Like how do a kid wants to go see a private guy, but he's already, is he already getting every single thing he can possibly get from you? Yeah, I think, I think he is honestly, cause we jump, we run, we change direction, we lift, uh, we do plyometrics, we do isometrics we, 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 for all the, you know, different types of core exercises. Uh, I mean, unless we were, if we were just doing three by tens, yeah, I'd be like, Hey, yeah, go get some, you know, strength work if I didn't, but I wouldn't know any better because I wouldn't know where to, send you a good to send you to get you a good product i mean i i would think i think that i'm giving them everything they need other than mm-hmm. like hey if they want to go get a massage great so how do i now deal with that with actual high school strength coaches so how do you deal with the strength high, okay so the high school yeah not coaches? a high school sport coach in a weight room high school strength coach in a weight room Just see what they're doing ask them what if it's good and I guess you, you just, just let let just them do tell those thing. kids. Hey, you're good there. I mean, if not to run your business, I would say give them better ways of doing it. Like just just re- if they're paying for a service for you, just re- reinforce movement patterns. Do mobility stuff with them. Um, 
You can do recovery, functional range capacity training for them. Um, you could do some GPP stuff for them. If I was working with one of your kids, I saw what they're doing at school. Mm-hmm. They're you're like, you guys are in a building phase right now. Like they're yeah. learning patterns. I would, I would literally tell one of those kids. I was like, now one of the ones that are more advanced that are like, I need to do stuff. I need to do stuff. I'd yeah. work with them. I'd give them max effort and dynamic effort. Among no, the I agree. I and think. then let them have their other stuff at your place. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think I would that's, that. that's fine. If it's, it's just the case to case scenario, just because you know, you just you're assuming, like, I'm assu- yeah, I'm, I'm assuming every person is like some freshman who just like was born yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's um, like, we actually need to just learn how to do stuff at that point. Exactly. And even now, but like, then you could have some sophomore, junior seniors that are like, they're already like coach. Like I'm good. Like I can do whatever at this point. Yeah. And, and that's what's sad is I haven't seen that yet. Oh man. Yeah, that's the thing. It's um, and there's there's one kid named Will. He's he's pretty good, mm-hmm. but you know, 185. He's still breaking down on some things. I'm like, hey man, like we're doing sets of five at 180 with your 65 percent, 70 percent. Like you need to fix this upper back because you know he wants to go down. Boom, then come up. Mm-hmm. It's like no, squeeze your drive your neck back, and then when he perfects that, then I'm like, okay. Um, but, you know, people are still breaking down their in their movement patterns. That we're doing, it's just like it's disheartening. But so I guess I could go with this next one. If if I was tracking, if I had your kids and I was tracking their data month to month, right now would they be getting better? Would their data be stuck? Like say vertical jumps, twenty yard sprint, uh, a power output test. Mm-hmm. Would they go up or would they be the same? After training with me? Yep. Just with the base stuff right now. Um. I think they've gotten a lot faster. I think their jumps would go up as well. We've been doing a lot of landing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with, I mean, I, I'm actually going to test, I'm going to do their vertical jump Mondays on Monday. Yeah. Just to see, just get like, you don't have to test all the parameters, but you know, test one or two, but no, I think that, I think they've, they've gotten stronger. There's some kids who have, you know, gotten some good volume and you can see some good changes. You know, there's one kid who's up like 10 pounds. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, in like, you know, six weeks. Which only really four weeks of training. We had two. We had two weeks of bullshit with the storm. But yeah, I mean, there's they're they're growing. They're getting better mechanically. So I think there could be some better. You know, at least one to two, or possibly even three inches on their vertical, just depending. You know, because they're pretty detrained. Have they not really done any? Oh, they haven't really. They done had done anything until last summer. Gotcha. That's why I've treated them like babies. You yeah, they really haven't had anything. Yeah, they, so everything at that point should work. Exactly. And so that's why I was like, they can do 10 body weight squats and get better. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why, because he was told me, he's like, hey, they haven't worked out till summer. Are you guys going to do any like introduction stuff? And I was like, yeah, we're just doing body weight stuff, crawling, moving around, doing some push ups and air squats and lunges. Um, and so yeah, that's why, like, you know, if they were trained, okay, let's get some three by five or three, you know, uh, five by fives and we'll go three by fives. Okay. Now we're going to jump into conjugate training. You know what I mean? Like yeah. something like that. But they, they haven't. They've never, their training level is just uh, like there's one kid who's kind of a meathead. He's like, yeah, I got a back pump in after doing this like lift. And I was like, well, just make sure like, hey, if you're going to do anything outside of here, just light intensity. Like just fill a pump. Nothing crazy. And that's mostly with pulling. You know, no, don't be doing any lower body stuff. You're sprinting mm-hmm. and lifting weights. Like eating weights. Like you don't, need, you don't need any more. Do some arms. Great. But like. What if, what if you're wrong? <clears throat> what if they did get more because their CNS isn't developed yet and that more frequency isn't going to be hard for them because they recover because they don't, like I said, it's not going to be very I guess, fatiguing. I guess I'm just, I'm just, I'm just the worst coach ever. Like I'm just trying to, like, I know you're playing devil's advocate, but I'm just trying to make them 
one, I want to be safe. Two, I want to have fun. Three, I want to be jacked. Mm. So if they're if they're doing this, the, the first two, and most like most of the time, most of the people who come through there getting the three, we're fine. Um, and that's meaning like the the second like the people who aren't getting that aren't buying in or they're skipping days or yeah. they're going to their trainer who puts them on treadmill or makes them do bodybuilding stuff instead mm-hmm. of like training. instead of like performance yeah it's stuff. like and, and literally performance training is tr- is training through movements like literally that's all it is like mm-hmm. um, like bodybuilding you know your performance is training through your movements and the only thing you need to do is learn how to contract muscle and move right yep um, that's the, not the goal of an athlete no it's not at all. That's, yeah, that's, I don't know, I just thought that'd be a tough one, like, I got to thinking, I was like, what if I was a private facility, and we did have the same kids, like, how would I go about that? Like, if I was a private facility by Bishop McGinnis, and, like, I wanted oh, yeah. to work with those kids, I was like, how would I do that? You just be like, hey, I offer this, I would love to help. That's literally what I would do. Yeah, and I'm like, like, heck yeah, dude. Hey, hey, I, mean, I think, you know, like, yeah, exactly, like, if you're, if you um, Basically, yeah. you'd be running a test with me. Of like, hey, let's try this with these six kids, and I'll give you data. And if it works, sweet. If it doesn't, they're yours, kind of thing. Yeah. Basically, we would both need to see it worked, yeah. Or it wasn't a waste of time. And if you were, I guess, if you saw that, would it would that make you mad since that they weren't getting stuff from you, or would you be happy because it's they're still getting stuff? I mean, I don't care. I I just don't want the kids to be disserviced or like keep their money stolen, yeah. like. That's you know, how I feel. Yeah, it's like, listen, dude, I don't care. Like, I'm getting paid through the school. Like, mm-hmm. my pride is in giving you the service, not making making me think I own you. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of times, like, coaches get protected with their territory. And now, if you were a private and I was a private and you were stealing kids away from me, I'd be like, hey, man. Like, I mean, I need to. That's jacked up. Yeah, for, first off. <laughs> if I I'm need, reaching yeah. out to your are that I know you're like, under, oh, you're like underselling like like my product's good your product isn't good but your under is not as good to be underselling to steal people it's like cheaper. that's that's terrible yeah yeah and it's like damn dude fuck okay sorry dude like we're literally acting like every school does the same exact type of workouts where it's you do three sets of ten this three sets of eight that and you do the same exact stuff year after year after year that's what we're referring to and we're like. Like those kids, they can go do whatever they want after. It's not the it's not the same as having a well thought out structured program from an educated strength coach. An educated strength coach is going to fill in the blocks. Cool if after their a coach wants to, I guess, work with them and see, hey, what if we tried these two things? What would happen? Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, cool. Like I know what you're doing. I now we need to have feedback. Are we doing too much? Are we not? Like, is this too much on the kid? Are they eating? Blah blah blah. I think. If you do go that route, you need to have nutrition on point. Like if a kid was trying to go do extra, I would rather see them get their food and stuff perfect before they try to do extra workouts. And even their sleep. Yeah. I think those two are going to give them a bigger benefit first. So if you can find a place that will do all that for you, like sweet. Like it's not necessarily that you're doing stuff there that got you better. Say that's what the facility did. They gave you, helped you with nutrition and sleep and they also gave you some workout stuff. Yeah, that's perfect. Well, if they did your nutrition and sleep and you're better now, if probably isn't the program that got you better. It was probably because you filled in those other two big rocks. 100%. The program was a stimulus, but you're, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I think that was a big one because those, every single question I just asked you is stuff I deal with. Yeah. And so I wanted to actually see like, am I just ego driven or am I actually doing something I can do? And I think you reaffirmed like, I'm doing how I should go about it. Like, uh, we've only got one, we've got one school around that has a strength coach 
um, within a 40 mile radius. Yeah. All the other high schools are just sport coaches. It's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, with the strength coach, I've gone over there, got to talk with him. I think he's running a really good program. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really like what they're doing. I think it's good, but I think there can be more to it. I think you can handle a higher volume, higher frequency, even higher intensities whenever you are younger. When you're not fully developed and a higher level athlete, it's really hard to overtrain. And I used to be on the opposite spectrum of that, but I've seen it time and time again as we keep doing it, numbers still go up. And then I've seen it even go further than that. Uh, one of the small schools here, they go conjugate at school. Uh, their head baseball coach, he's also in the weight room. They do a version of conjugate in the weight room. He, he works out here with us. Um, so he's getting to see his athletes whenever they come in. Like He's training with them, like getting to use our version of conjugate. Well, those kids are working out here and there. They were making almost double the pace of what other kids are on their last few tests that we ran. Vertical jumps going that much higher, that much faster because they're getting more frequency. And they've stayed healthy because that's usually the thing that you would start to worry about is it's too much frequency causing an injury. Mm -hmm. And then I think think then you have to look at that question as a whole again. Okay, how's sleep and nutrition? Mm -hmm. Because then again, if those aren't there, the rest isn't going to matter. I just like what you said, like, with, um, I mean, when you talk about the sleep and nutrition, like, with high school kids, mm-hmm. for the most part, like, I feel like that's, like, the biggest thing with those kids. Like, that's, you, that's everybody. That's, that's everybody. That's college, like, high school, freaking grown adults. But, like, like with, like, the young kids, kids but, like, those young kids are, like, at a such a point in their life where their bodies are, like, they're growing. They're growing. Like, the more, like, they, like, yeah, spend some time in bed, bro. Like, don't fucking stay up till 3 o'clock in the morning. Sleep, you don't need sleep to play, is the steroid. Like, bro, like, you can play Warzone until 10. You don't need to fucking play Warzone yeah, until Sean. 3. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Go to bed. I, I play Warzone until 10.30, bro, and then I go to bed. <laughs> I do be saying it. You're up till 3.30 playing Warzone, then in bed. Like, let me know, bro. And then... Listen to your dad. I have something more to put to that. Like that. that was good though. Like I, I think that's something really big that a lot of high school kids. I think, I think it's college really too. I think like, college athletes too. Them too. College athletes. Uh, I, I, I give them a little. I, I did the whole college athlete thing, so I give it a little more leeway in terms of trying to get to sleep, because I've gone on those road trips where it's it's impossible. It you get back at two in the morning, you got class the next morning, and. I mean, not saying you, I win or not, but like you know, it's still a bitch. You get back and you still you don't get you get back at two in the morning. And you're up at class at an eight a.m. Yeah. You've got and not, not to mention you probably you want to sleep till three, or, or waits at seven. Like, yeah. yeah, and you got back at three in the morning. Yeah. And then, so would you? Am I like I see that and I'm like, okay, we can't have weights at that time. Is that how it was for you in college, or was it not like that? Say y'all got back at three and had weights at seven fifteen that morning. Did y'all still have to go? Well, I would cancel at that point, but like, perfect. It's not like more so like the weights thing. It's just like you know, like it is just like a mental toll, like on your. On yeah, even day. if you have an eight a.m. that you're getting up nine, ten, like you, you still got it. You're getting four, five, six hours of sleep and having to just go the whole day and, and then, then go to like practice. High school athletes, so like being able to like, like before they getting to bed, before getting to college, like being able to set like, I don't know. I'm like a big person with like having a schedule and a routine, and I hate yeah. when people break it, and I and it's. Not like hate when people break it, but it's like when I have my shit. Has they got on to me for getting up too late? Basically, is what he's saying. No, like I just like not like getting out like. The and now I get up earlier. Like, no. And it, I, my day I'm goes just saying, like my schedule. Like I like I plan my shit out like that the night before. So like the next day, like 
I gave myself like an objective life, like high school kids. Like you, Isaiah you made start, me take it so far that now I have two no, different A B schedules no, for no. every single day. I'm just and it about, starts at eight forty five and it doesn't end till eleven that night. My, that's how much my schedule is planned at this point. I'm saying like with high because school kids of Isaiah. planning to go to like college, like being able to like set the foundation to like have like a schedule, like be able to like take care of yourself before going away. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, take your ass to bed. No one needs to tell you to go to bed. Yeah. I think, go for go fucking work out if you want. If you if you want to do it, you're gonna do it. I think no, just fucking hold your hand. No, like do your fucking homework. Go to fucking class. Shut the fuck up. It's not hard. <laughs> like, dude, just do. People make such a fucking big deal out of college. It's really not. Set a schedule. Plan out your days. Knock out the bullshit early. And just sh- shut up and do it. Like that's it. It's not. It's really not. Like, yeah, if you have a job and shit. Plan around it for sure. Yeah. You have so many hours in the day. For sure. Well, fuck. I'm sorry, bro. You worked. Sorry, you shouldn't have came home and played Warzone until three thirty. Not, mm-hmm. not saying like. No, no, yeah. No, no, yeah. Like, like, oh, you got off at ten to ten right, Yeah, bro. You got to work okay, we'll go to bed. I did it. I worked a job in the fall. I played college baseball, and I was take and I was starting my masters. Yeah. All at the same time. Oh, yeah. I was getting my ass up at five a.m. to do my homework. On days we didn't have weights, I would do that. We would have weights at seven, and then I would go get my extra, my other workout in, like what I would have to do before mm-hmm. I threw for my back and everything. And then I would have my homework done in the mornings. Go to practice, come home, shower, go to work, do, come back home, eat, go to sleep. Yeah. If you want to get it done, you're gonna get it done. Like if you yeah, want to do is. something with your life, like, you're basically saying you gotta like, do the little things, and like nobody wants to do the little things, like. Yeah. As like a young high school athlete, if you can start doing the little things now, and it's not saying like, okay, you need to get your ass by 5.30, but make your bed in the morning, bro. Little things, make your bed. First thing in the morning, don't check your phone. Maybe go drink a glass of water. Every morning, as soon as you wake up within the first 15 minutes, go drink a glass of water. What's crazy, like I think a lot of kids, like their parents instill that in them, but I think there's so many that don't have that. And I think for those kids, whenever they do find somebody that can tell them those things, I think it's a huge game changer. Because yeah, it's stuff they haven't even thought about. Like, and it's like stuff like, it's really simple shit. It's, it's, and it's like, and things my, my that are like common sense to us. And my mom, yeah, like my mom used to tell me all, like, all the time. Like when you get older, you're going to figure it out that everything I was saying was true. My mom always had it like, would make, like not make me, but she would, yeah, she would make me be on a schedule. Mm-hmm. Like I do, I had a bedtime until I was a senior in high school. Like dead ass. Like I would, like I was in bed at nine thirty every day. Dead ass. I would put my phone away downstairs. I would never sleep with my phone. So yeah, when I got to college a little bit at first, I fuck. I said fuck that. I'm sleeping with my phone. But then like I remembered like, dude, I had a schedule. My mom would like not make me make a schedule, but she would like give me like a little thing that like plan out my day. The that's last funny. that's why I was so my first year my too. first semester of college dude my JUCO JUCO was supposed to be easy I had a two of like flat like I was barely eligible because okay. you weren't doing anything that's crazy now I don't like that. that's insane but, I mean dude it's like little shit you start like if I would maybe if I would have stuck with it a little longer and like no I just said fuck like yeah it's a little joke at first because my mom makes me do it but like it's true that's literally like did that show you those? Especially as like a high school kid, like your half yeah. your day is already planned out for you. At school, it's in practice done for you. Like you don't even have to. You do should it. literally be able to. You know, you have to be at school at eight. So hey, so if I have to be up at six thirty to get everything ready, get up at six thirty. I'm not saying get up at six thirty to go work out. If you want to wake up at five to go do it, do it. But like, 
you you're given like you have especially as a student you have like half of your day already planned for you you can't say oh i didn't know this was gonna happen i didn't know this was gonna happen you know what's going to happen pretty much in your day you have class at this time this time this time yeah i say a lot of i think a lot of our athletes here like they have that I'd say probably most of yours do too huh mm-hmm. but then there are those that don't have it also and it's like i feel like for me i try to do more for those kids because i see them trying to but it's like man you got to know like you got to do this like and not just bsing it like like not just sitting there and telling like oh you'll be good because you know like you're you're here like no like you really do have to do stuff when you leave here you got to do the stuff that other people just do naturally like you got to think about it yeah no i agree i think it's um like oh there's no food at home tonight well guess what you need to know how to cook because you need to mm-hmm. you need to feed yourself right now mm-hmm. no i agree like don't run to the convenience store and grab a pop tart and a milk and that's your that's all you had all day like yeah. you're gonna have to sit there and cook your own food like yeah. woe is me doesn't exist like if you want to do it you're gonna do it yeah i agree no i honestly agree that's all y'all can eat that's another five kids a heart. Oh yeah, you told me I told you, you should have seen like Billy's dinner. Steak, two portions, a steak and a half, two portions of sweet potatoes and, and baked beans, two waffles, and a giant bowl of fruit. Okay. Like, you smashed that today? It was just. Okay. That was just one meal. Like, <laughs> that was just one meal. I mean, I had a, I had a, listen, I had a okay, decent uh, breakfast. Yeah, I had a little, I had four eggs and a piece of non bread. Uh, I got two new Lonnie flavors. I had the I had the the blue one. Today. Was it good? Because I had, I had it's a, such a girl. It's kind of sour. But, it's the like but girl the, energy drinks, like the mimosa no, flavor. It's it's and this is Isaiah's favorite one. This is Isaiah's favorite one. It's okay. They market you. The They're not marketing Isaiah. The but Isaiah got caught one, up in it. The Arctic blue oh, one, whatever it was. The I posted the picture of it that one day. It's the it's the Lonnie energy drinks. Yeah, the Anahi, the Lonnie. Yeah, what is it? Oh, they're completely targeted at females, and Isaiah. No, they're not targeted at females. Oh, no. They are, bro. Yeah, it's like it's like bangs hey, sorry, for girls. It's like Hawaiian stuff. So no, no, no. It's bangs for girls. I swear. How bangs target the male population? Alani came along and targeted the female population. Mimosa. Who else gonna put a mimosa flavor? Hey, that mimosa flavor is bomb. And of course he's had it. Hey, I think the chopsicles one of my favorites. Yeah, it's my ultimate favorite. So Hawaiian shaved ice. Okay, so this is. I know where I had it this morning. I was <laughs> just, see? This is gonna sound so. Yeah. Funny, but when the Hawaiian shaved ice one like isn't ice cold, it's kind of gross. Yeah, that one. It, it leaves a weird taste. I'm not. Yeah. Mouth. Okay, I've had that happen actually. <laughs> where do you get these at? The gas station. Yeah, you have to find them at. Uh, certain, no, you know, Hutchins. Hutchins. Uh, I'm trying. On cue. The nice ones. Yeah. On Q like is the nice best convenience store. Seven Eleven bullshit. Yeah, yeah exactly. only on Q's. What's, yeah, the, what's the one in Sol- Tulsa? Not on Q, but it's a QTs. QTs and then yes, that uh, nice on Q. I, I love, I love to go to on Q. Like I will literally just stop at the store just to go to on Q. Like, I didn't need anything. Just come in and see what it's looking like. Yes, I didn't need anything. It's just like it makes me feel great going into. Remember when that used to be the chip holder. No, no, hey, going how's it there. going? So I've seen him at- is it racetrack? Is what it is in Texas? That's the one. Racetrack, QT. What's the good ones though? Those two, QT and racetrack. There's so many. No, what's the one? Oklahoma's on Q all the way. So what's Texas? Bucky's is. But there's only two Bucky's. There's one. Three. Bucky's is so good. Three. We built another one. Yeah. They have Denison. They have Fort Worth. And there's like the one in Fort Worth. I wonder who who owns Bucky's. Like who started that? Because that they were a genius. They were an absolute genius. 
on cues are bomb. Yeah, that's why they're until here. until Onkey can make their own shit and have their own brand. Fuck Onkey. What Bucky's do you mean? Bucky's is the way, man. Like I will drive. Oh, because you'll buy. I think it says Bucky's. Yeah. No, they buy their own shit. As in, like their fucking snacks are hella better than any gas station brand. That is true. Ever. Like if you go in there, you can get freaking pulled pork, <laughs> yeah. and it's like really good. It's not shitty. That it's like, the the beaver nuggets. Oh, I go in there the and buy something from like, little souvenir section every time. Yeah, dude, no, they don't even have that. They have their own fucking bakery. And that shit is bomb as fuck. They have their own homemade beef jerky. Those it's, warm nuts that they have in the little oh, thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, warm, they warm your nuts and you get warm nuts. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> you go into the ride, they... Yeah, they support their people. Managers make, like, almost six figures. No way. They make fucking good-ass money working there. Yeah. Dang. Like, I don't know how much the cashiers make. They're they make good. pretty good money, too. Yeah. I, they they had like a little sign posted. I don't remember how much it was, but it was. It's probably double digits. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was over double. I remember seeing one one time. I, I want to say they, like they, sell, they sell smokers outside the place, man. It's the shit. When you have your own Christmas section, you're fucking making at your convenience. Yeah, so. at your convenience. Like yeah, exactly. They're like they're selling like. There should know. never be 300 people inside a gas station. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's like, guess time. what? Bucky's? No, this is not a gas station. This is home. Uh, this is home. <laughs> you can stay for the whole night. Like, nobody's watching Bucky's. a Bucky say this. Can I, can I get five on pump 64? No. You no, you go you in there and you spend a good 20 minutes. Like, damn it, I fucking forgot which pump. And then they pull it up <laughs> on the little computer thing. Like, don't worry, we have it. And like, what? Sorry, guys. Jimmy got a sticker. Everyone got a shirt. Some nuts. Yeah. Fucking, like, yeah, filtered Hawaiian rock water because they can, they afford the nice shit.